Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. There's phenomenal women in tech all around the world. And I'm excited to share with you when I emceed an incredible conference in Dubai called Expand North Star, where we got to highlight some of those women doing wonderful things, innovating in the technology community, inspiring and educating us how we can be the best we can be. These interviews you're about to hear The audio was caught on the fly, on the go, so the audio quality won't be perfect, but you could hear the conversation these women share, and we thought it was important to bring it to your ears. Enjoy the episode. I think that if I wasn't that uh, naive, that in love, that that passionate at the beginning, I would never be where I am right now. Three, two, one. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. Super excited to be here. So oh. before we get started, we have a short video. So what, do you want to walk us through the video? These are fully electric vehicles, 550 horsepower, so pretty powerful, very heavy. And we're not showing my big accident, thank God. So the first thing that you said is not showing your accident. The one thing that I know, you being a leading athlete in the sports industry, specifically the motorsports industry, is it's crazy dangerous, high risk taking. You are the most resilient, courageous person to be able to even do this thing. How did you build up the resiliency to show up no matter how often you get hurt and then recover and go through it again and again? Ooh, that's a very deep question to start with. You know, I think that motorsport at the end of the day, it's a continuous challenge. We're always, you know, like seeking for obviously success, but unfortunately, most of the time you're between failure and success constantly because each race, it's, you can win or lose. So right. it's, it's really hard, you know, mentally to stay up there continuously, constantly. And, um, I mean, it is what it is because this is what we love, so that's why we're there. But uh, for sure, you know, there's highs and lows. It's a little bit like a, like a roller coaster. Like last year, for example, was really hard. We had a very big accident. Actually, you saw part of the, of the show here. Uh, I broke my leg, so I was off for like six months. Crazy. So it was pretty hard to be back. And also at the same time, you know, the team kind of drops you out when you're in a bad moment, so that doesn't help. So for sure, I feel that, you know, you have so much passion for something that in the end of the day, you always go for it, right? Yeah. But, but yeah, it's not, it's not easy, but it's what we do, it's what we love, and here we are. How did you get started in motorsports in the first place? When did you first have that interesting curiosity in the industry? I mean, do we have like four hours? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually a very funny story because I, so I started with, I always loved cars, right? I had like a lot of posters all over my house. I, 
uh, my mom always like had like people coming in the house like, oh, you want a son? She was like, ah, oh, yes, Christino. Oh my, <laughs> my God. God. I got that too because I would always drive muscle cars of their nature. They're like, oh, that must be your father's or your boyfriend's. I'm like, no, it's me. It's my car. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much one day I was living in the Canary Islands and in the Canary Islands I said, well, no, there's not much to do. So right. Or you surf or you surf. Right. And of course I love off-road, so it was like perfect. And I see this uh, Toyota Corolla from 1989, so super old, passing by my house. And, you know, all I heard was, Mama. and I was like, ooh. So I ran outside, I sat up there and I was like, what was that? And since that day, you know, my head was just spinning and spinning. So every day I would go out with the same kind to yeah. see if I can't get back. And then actually, after like a week, the car did. So I had, um, I had to do something. So I basically jumped in the middle of the road, don't do that, by the way. And thank God he didn't run me over. But of course, the, you know, the driver and co-driver, they came out and they're like, you crazy, block the road. I'm like, can I get in the car? And he was like, okay. So this whole scene was like super hilarious, but eventually he got in the car and I realized, wow, what is this, you know? Like, a snack of gasoline, the, the, you know, the power, the, the, the car was super empty on the inside. It was just really weird, you yeah. know, I just didn't understand. And from that day, I was like, I don't know what this is, but this is my life. That's your life. It, yeah. You're addicted. What would you tell yourself when you first started and you have the perspective of the world that you have, and then today, having, you've won, what, five awards at this point? It's like so many. You've won so many oh, different ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what would you tell that person at the beginning? Okay. What um, advice would you give? Yeah. I would 100% say never give up, but just keep going. Because, you know, like we were saying before, like, this world, it's so hard sometimes. And so, well, of course, we were speaking about the woman on St. Paul's Court before. And, you know, at the beginning, it's a very dominant, male-dominant yeah. sport. But um, I think that if I wasn't that uh, naive, that in love, that, that passionate at the beginning, I would never be where I am right now. So for sure, I would say to continue pushing because, you know, sometimes there were moments that, like, for example, we were saying that the motorsport is it's hard because it's a lot of budget normally. So for me, in the beginning, you know, I was I was working in a bar and in, a, in an ice cream shop in the morning. So for sure, where do I get like 10k? It just oh, I'm going racing, right? So I was like, oh, you always have to find like another road, you know. And in that case, I was like, okay, so if I build my own car, that means I can race. So that's kind of what you know. You always have to think to the to the other way together. 100%. What can the industry do to foster more women in motorsports? I mean, right now I feel that, you know, the world is progressing and there's so much more, you know, championships yeah. and, you know, incentives and help. So for sure right now, it's not like it was before. You know, when I started racing, I was the only girl in the championship right. and the first ever women to race. And I remember that when we finished, they were like, uh, on the trophy it says uh, piloto, which is yeah. male driver. Right? And they're like, we'll just, you know, pen it out and right, write right. pilota. <laughs> and I was like, ah, no, it's okay. <laughs> So for sure now things have changed so much and you know there's so many opportunities, yeah. so much championships and like for example in Extreme yeah, we race a male and a female in right. each car. So it's amazing because we can you know we can learn, we can race and at the same time I think that we've shown that you know we've made a little space in there and shown that in the end it's absolutely no different. You know, male and female, you put a helmet on and you're a driver. So I'm gonna ask you a super vulnerable question that you're not aware of, but I think you'll appreciate it. You're doing so many great things in your career. There's tons of influential people here that would want to support you to take you to even a further level. 
What is one ask you'd have if someone out here listening and all the people listening, tuning in, what's one ask that we could do as a community to support you and continue to elevate your career? I mean, like, like we were saying before, uh, Motorsport is budgets and money and contracts, you know, so in the end of the day, unfortunately, to race, you, you need big, big amounts of money. So of course, us as a people, we can. We, I think not just the support. It's it's amazing already because, like I said, the races are so hard that sometimes you know having a person yeah. sending you a message it's already like a huge help. But for sure, you know, any person that has a contact that knows how to, you know, someone that is interested to advertise their business, motorsport, or something like that, for sure, it's always a huge help. So yeah, so I mean, we have a surprise this year that you know about, but no one knows. It's really really exciting. So soon we'll have the. We'll show it to the world, but uh, I think that that's going to be like very, very, very big. So. But I think that's an important point that you bring up. If you don't ask, you don't receive. And so, how would people connect with you? Um, if Instagram, people wanted to be a part of your journey, where do they go? Instagram, email, whatever, and they can find a way to you. Let's yeah, talk. Let's talk about motorsports and the planet. Do you think the future in motorsports is electric? What is the hard part? Um, okay, I have to say that as a race car driver, I love the engine, the pop, you know, the, 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 the noise and all the that. The noise is my favorite too. Yes. It's really hard now to all of a sudden be like, oh no, of course, electric is a future, yeah, go for it. So, but it is, unfortunately, you know, and if what I always thought is, I mean, what I love is to race, but if we can do something and help and at the same time race and keep doing what we're doing, why not? And this is what we were trying to do with, with you know, extremely the championship I raced in. Um, we we didn't just race in Senegal. We also yeah. did all this legacy program. So normally you race Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We were there since Monday because we we went to schools. We you know showed them like a sustainable way to create I don't know walls for the school. Right. You know all these people that had no idea how to do it. But at the same time we showed them, hey, look, we are actually racing here and we are leaving the area better than how we found it. You know, and so we are like taking the beaches, and, like little steps. You know, it's not going to change the world in one day, but I feel that it's already something big, you know, and we're not just not caring. We're also trying to explain our followers, you know, how important this is. Because sometimes it's just that. It's like we said before, the yeah. women in motorsport, why can't they race? Why can't they can't. The problem is that there's no role model, no someone showing you, explaining you that you can do this. Right. That it's hard, you know, so. This is Expand North Star. What is your North Star? Where are you going? Where is your compass? Uh, oh, I don't know. Where, where the car is, I guess. <laughs> You're driving to where you go. What would you like to see becomes of your career five years from now? So obviously my dream has always been to go to Dakar, so hopefully Dakar is our nearest objective instead of a dream. And, and from there on, I don't know, you know, I just, I just want to keep racing, doing what I love, and being able to, you know, pass passion to everyone. And, and if not, at least to stay in the world, you know, and, and Kind of just we right now already working with a rally school from Italy, so yeah, we have a lot of like projects and things going on, and I love to see like kids growing out of things. So. I think it's really inspiring what we're doing, and I think it's important to be an example of what's possible. So many times, even uh, as women or other cultures, we think and we're told that so much isn't possible for us, and if we just kind of ignore that information and take steps forward, regardless, like you were saying. Anything is possible to be achieved. Can you share with us some of the accolades that you've gotten in your career, what you were able to accomplish? Yeah, I, I actually have many, but uh, for example, like I was saying before, someone <laughs> that 
at the beginning of my career, you know, and I was like, oh, I really want to race. So how can I race? So if I write my mechanic name, I was like, yeah, but you need money to, to you know, put right. a subscription to the race. And I was like, money? Well, how much do you mean? Yeah. I really can't be paid. Yeah. And so I think was, I'm a sailor, 17, you know, really young. So I'm like, okay, where do I get money from? You know, just working in my car, it's not like you're rich. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, so I start getting sponsors. How do I get sponsors? I start walking in every little shop of my island, you know, like, hi, I'm Christine, and I want to become a world champion. Do you want to collaborate? You know, and people are like, uh, okay, what, how do I collaborate? And there was once this uh, Italian product, and I'm Italian, you know, so I'm like, you're Italian, I'm Italian, I think it's important. <laughs> and, and basically, I just convinced them to, to somehow do a partnership, and they're like, okay, but we don't have money, we can only give you mozzarella. I'm like, mozzarella? I get mozzarella. <laughs> like, okay, mozzarella, why not? And, and I started selling mozzarella Stop. to like, create a budget for my, for my championship. Wow. So I think that there's always a way, you know, it's just that sometimes you really need to be creative and invest in and so on. So, uh, and actually, that first year was the year that I won my first championship. Yeah. So it was, it was really exciting because it's just, you know, what I think that when you put a lot of effort in it, Good things come for sure, and like we said before, unfortunately there's highs and lows, and sometimes those lows are really hard to overcome. Like, but the end, if it's what you want, you'll get it. I am, um, as you know, I host the Women in Tech podcast, and I ask a, a question on every single podcast episode. It's one of my favorite questions, and it's, uh, what is a piece of advice that you've been given that's helped accelerate your career at any stage of your career? I think that there's a lot of advices that I'm being given to, but probably, you know, sometimes when you talk to like really experienced drivers, they always tell you like, you know, literally don't give up. And, yeah. and you sometimes just get it, you know, like gets it, goes out of the other side. But I feel that if you really think about that and think never ever give up, you know, yeah. it really helps. Because I have so many moments in my career that I'm like, listen, I, I've done enough, like I'm over, you know. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you just keep going back and thinking, okay, you know what, I, no, there must be another way. 100%. Yeah. And, that, and that brings me to the last question I wanted to ask you, and the most important question is challenges. What have been some of the significant challenges that you've experienced, and how did you overcome those challenges? Well, like I said before, the mozzarella was a good example, but uh, I think the injury was very, very hard on me because, you know, the fact that then you get dropped by your team and so on is a bit of like mixture of everything. Yeah, that must be so emotionally depleting. Yeah, really, it's hard. It breaks my heart. Also because like, you know, I was at that time I was so like convinced, you know, I'm going to be back in two months. And the doctor was like, eh, they see. No? Yeah, it's months. Yeah. So I would like to rehab every day between six to eight hours, you know, the, the actual the, the rehab hospital guy, he was on Sunday, he would be like, look, you see, you're not allowed in today, it's Sunday, and every day. So I think these moments really get you down, because then you start thinking, you know, okay, and oh my, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like, sitting there in your sofa, you can't move, I couldn't even go to the bathroom alone, right, and, and right here, you look offline, all your friends racing, you know, going to the next championship. You're losing so much like drive time. It's, it's complicated. But um, like I said before, there's always another road, there's always a better road that opens and so on. And, and I really, really believe this and I've seen this. And, and I think that is beautiful. Again, how can people connect with you? Instagram is, easy. Instagram is the easiest way. For me, this has been Esprit Devora with the Women in Tech podcast. Go to womenintechshow.com uh, women to listen to the show. 
Christine, thank you so much for hanging out with Expand North Star. Yeah. <laughs>The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.